Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn with me to Psalm 119, I'm going to lay a couple verses as groundwork before I get into my message. Psalm 119, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Notice the word forever. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. The word of God was before the earth was made. The word of God will be here after the earth is destroyed. The word of God is settled in heaven. Like Jesus said in John 10, he said the word cannot be broken. Cannot be. You can hang on to it. You can trust it. It will not change. The next verse is Psalm 138, verse 2. It says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. The psalmist here is talking to the Lord, to the God. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Thy word is truth for thy truth. And look at this next phrase. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. I've heard people say, well, why doesn't God just change? He won't because he magnifies his word above his name. He will not change the word. He will not change it. So that's why it'll never be broken. Now that we know the word of God is forever and it cannot be broken and God won't change it, we are going to look into a subject that nobody wants to talk about. We are going to look at a subject that is very hard and it'll produce fear in some. But if you will hang on with me and if you will listen to the words out of my mouth, we have a very glorious ending to this message. We are going to talk about hell. I know. We, we don't want to talk about hell, but we have to. We have to. You know, this comes up. R.W. Shambach shares about a friend he knew that had, that had a vision. And the vision that God gave this man was there was a man in hell, in hell, burning in hell. And he was walking around and he'd pull somebody out and he'd look at his face. And it wasn't the one he was looking for, so he put him back. And he would pull another one out and he'd look at his face and he'd put him out. And the man that the God was giving the vision to said, Father, what's he doing? And he said, that man in hell is looking for the preacher that lied to him. Guess what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to give you the full gospel, the truth. And we have to look at some of this truth. Now, if you will go with me to Matthew 25, we're going to find out why hell was made. Remember, the word of God cannot be broken. It is forever. And the Father's never going to change it. All right. Matthew 20, 25, verse 41. Then... Um, it says, then shall he say unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire. Do you hear that? Everlasting fire. Everlasting fire. It doesn't stop. It says, prepared 
for the devil and his angels. Do you see, heaven was made for the devil and his angels. It wasn't made for us. Hell wasn't made for us. So why do people go to hell? Because they go with the devil. Because they follow the devil. If you're going to follow the devil, there's your ending. That's what hell was created for, the devil and his angels. Now, who's gone there? This is a toughie. Go to Revelations 21, verse 8. We're going to find out who goes to hell. Remember, you go to hell when you follow the devil. Verse 8, but the fearful, the fearful. But you think it's okay to be afraid. But the fearful and the unbelieving. Dole just ministered us about believing God. But the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. All liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That's who's going to hell. Do you hear it? But the fearful, the fearful and the unbelieving, those are the first two. And the abominable and murders and whoremongers and sorcerers, idolaters, all liars shall have their part, have their part in the lake of fire, the lake of fire fire. We don't want to go there, folks. Yeah, I know, devil. We don't want to go there. It says that's the second death. You know, you are, you are a, a body, a spirit, and a soul. And if you are not here when Jesus comes back, your body will die. But you know, you have a soul that will live forever. It will live forever. Your soul, you are a being and you are going to live forever. The question is, where are you going to live forever? Where are you going to live forever? It says that the soul either goes the second death. There's one death. That's the body. The second death is hell. The second death is hell. You are going either to hell or heaven. And you know what? It's your choice. It's your choice. And it's not that hard to decide. But we're going to look at hell. Turn with me to Luke 16. Where Jesus describes hell. He says, There was a certain man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at the gate full of sores, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dog came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man died also and was buried. And he cried and said, Father Abraham. Now notice, he's in hell. And now he's crying, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus. This man in hell knows Lazarus. He knows the man that was at the gate and he knows Abraham. So he knows he has a memory. He said, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Notice the man has feelings. Notice he has a tongue. He has a tongue. He can feel the flames on his tongue. You feel in hell and you feel flames, tormented 
for eternity. You don't get out. There is no ultimate reconciliation with God. There is none. He sent Jesus so you wouldn't go here. And there is no, he's not going to put his son for, to, through what he put his son through so that someday he can say, okay, we're going to let you out anyway. Amen. He's not going to do that, folks. He sent his son so you wouldn't spend eternity in hell. And it is forever, forever. You don't get out. Now, let's get back. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. He cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. No, you can be rich and go to heaven if you obey God. It's not just that this man is not in hell just because he was rich. The rich can go to heaven. Uh, Jesus had one, Nicodemus, and his friend got him out, a rich man from Arimathea. So, no, you can be rich and still go to heaven if you obey God. Now, and besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So they which would pass from thence to you cannot, cannot, neither can they pass to us which would come from thence. When you're in hell, you cannot get out. You cannot get out. It says, and then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren. I've got five brothers. He doesn't want his brothers to come here. He's pleading, go tell my brothers. He said that he may testify unto them, lest they come also in this place of torment. You don't get out. It wasn't made for man. It was made for the devil and his angels, but you will go there if you follow the devil and his angels. It says, and Abraham said unto him, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, if they will not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded. The one rose from the dead. We have one that was raised from the dead, and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Now, what did that Jesus do for you about this? You know, Jesus is telling this story, and he doesn't say it's a parable. And he names a man's name, Lazarus. So it's not a parable. This is Jesus describing hell, what it is like. The word of God cannot be broken. You can deny hell your whole life, but the word of God is forever and it cannot be broken. You can deny hell, but you will end up there. And there is a day it is too late. It is too late. You don't like to look at this. Nobody does. But you have to be told the truth. You have to be. And there is a wonderful end to this truth. 
Turn with me to Acts 2. The wonderful thing is you don't have to go there. You don't have to go there. And you don't have to do much to get out of there. It says, this is Peter speaking. He has just been baptized with the Holy Ghost. He says, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs. Notice it says, a man approved. A man, Jesus, a man approved of God by him, by him in the midst of you as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel, the counsel of God and the foreknowledge of God you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Determinate counsel, deliberate plan and foreknowledge of God. God planned Jesus' life all out and he planned Jesus to go to hell. He said, him God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. Verse 25, for David speaking concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore, and this is Jesus talking, did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. Because that will not leave my soul in hell. This is David talking about Jesus. This is Jesus speaking through David. And what does Jesus say? Because that will not leave my soul in hell. What does that verse tell you? Jesus went to hell. Jesus went to hell. Why? He did it in your place. He did it in your place. Let's continue with that. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither will thy suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Jesus, when he was put on the cross, when Jesus was put on the cross, he that knew no sin, knew none, became sin, became sin, Whose sin? Your sin. Our sin. Jesus became our sin. Jesus who knew no sin became sin. When he was on the cross, when he was on the cross, you know, this is a man that at one point was God and dwelt in the light that no man could approach unto. The highest of the heavens dwelled in light that no man could come near. And he gave it all up and became a man like you and I. Why? To go to the cross for us. To go to the cross for us. And when he was on that cross, he became our sin. You know what was hanging on that tree? A murderer. Jesus became a murderer. Jesus became a wife beater. Jesus became a mother killer. Jesus became a child molester. Jesus became a liar. Jesus became a whoremonger. Jesus became that adulterer. He became that liar. He became that unbeliever. He became that unbeliever. But Jesus, I'm having such a hard time believing. What did Doyle say? Those that come to Jesus, he will in no wise cast out. You hang on to him, let's like Doyle said, and don't let him go till you get rid of your unbelief. 
You know, the same thing that Doyle said happened to me. I was in major trouble, major trouble everywhere around me. And I got to the point one day I told Jesus, I'm looking you straight in the face and I am not going to let you go till you help me. Day and night I told him, I will not let you go until you help me. Two weeks, three weeks, that's all I said. And you know what? The man came. The man, Jesus, came and got me totally out of trouble. That's right. Come out of her, you unbelief. Jesus came and got me completely out of my trouble. Completely. Now, let's go to... Psalm 88, let's see this Jesus in hell, in hell for you. What went to hell? Just like I said, the mur- a murderer went to hell. Jesus became a murderer. Jesus became a wife beater. Jesus became a liar. Jesus became the extortioner you are. Jesus became the unbeliever you are. He became, he went to the lowest pit. We will see here. Why? Because he was the chief sinner of the whole world. Jesus became the chief sinner of the whole world. And you thought you were. Now, let's go to Psalm 88. Lord God of my salvation. This is Jesus speaking. Lord God of my salvation. I have cried day and night before thee. This is Jesus burning in flames in hell. He said, let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. For my soul is full of troubles. That word is evil. My soul is full of evil. I have become the greatest sinner in the whole world. My soul is full full of evil. What happens when you have evil? You go to hell. And that's where Jesus went. He said, and my life draweth nigh into the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that has no strength, free among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. When you're in hell, God doesn't even remember your name, doesn't even remember you at all. You are totally out of God's thoughts. He said, thou hast laid me in the lowest pit. You see that? God, thou hast laid me in the lowest pit. He went from the highest place, a light a man can't even approach. And he went to the lowest pit, the lowest. You think, man, the man was covered in flames. He was covered in flames for you. For you, covered in flames for you. You're a murderer. He was covered in flames for you. You know, I have a message. I don't understand this, but God wants to speak to a woman. On your watch, your grandbaby died on your watch. And you are forsaken you think you are not forsaken that baby that you died on your watch is in heaven and God will deliver you from the sin that put her there if you will believe and come to Jesus 
He will minister peace to your heart and you will see that grandbaby again. Now, thou hast laid me in darkness in the lowest pit. Look at verse 7. Thy wrath. Thy wrath lieth hard on me and thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves. The wrath of God was on Jesus. Do you see that? The wrath of God was on Jesus instead of being on you. Instead of being on you, God took your sin and what you did and what you've done and what you've become and he put it on the body of Jesus on the cross and Jesus became your sin, what you've done and what you've become and he died in your place in the Father's eyes and the Father sent that sinner to hell to pay for you, to pay for you. And what happened? Turn with me to Isaiah 53. I know I preach the same message all the time. And isn't it a wonderful message? And it's the only message that's going to get you to heaven. It is the only way out of here. All right. Isaiah 53 verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. He has made him sick. Now shall make his soul an offering for sin. Do you see that? Who sent Jesus to hell? Who sent Jesus to hell? Who sent Jesus to hell as the world's worst sinner to the lowest parts where the wrath of God was taking it out on Jesus? Who sent him there? The Father. The Father sent him there. Why? Because he doesn't want to send you there. He doesn't care what you've done. He doesn't care where you're at. And he doesn't care how you're acting right now. Jesus was sent to bear your sin. And Jesus went to hell for you. And the Father sent him there because he doesn't want you to go there. He didn't make hell for you. He made it for the devil and his angels. And the devil wants to take you there. And the devil's telling you day and night that's where you're going. And you know what's wonderful? The devil's a liar. The devil is a liar. Do you know what's above the devil's mouth? The word of God. The word of God is against the devil's mouth. The word of God cannot be broken. And it is forever. And the devil's gone to hell. And you don't have to go with him. You know, I've said this before, what I love that God has put me in this position because I can depopulate hell. God has given me a mouth. We can get some of us out of here. The devil's lying to you. He is lying to you. What is the truth? The truth is right here in the word of God. And it pleased the Lord to bruise him and to put him to grief. He has When thou hast made his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see, the Father in heaven shall see the travail of Jesus' soul in hell. He watched Jesus burn. He watched Jesus travail. He watched 
Jesus in anguish. He watched his wrath on Jesus. And then at one point, three days later, three days later, Jesus paying for you. The father said, I'm satisfied with the sacrifice. I am satisfied. Jesus has burned enough and he raised him from the dead. And you know what he did when he raised Jesus from the dead? Jesus paid for you and it satisfied the father. Do you know the father is satisfied concerning you? Do you know that the father is satisfied concerning you? Jesus satisfied him. You don't have to. You can't. Jesus satisfied the father concerning you. That's why Jesus will never leave you or forsake you when you go to him. Because he already knows what you've done. He already knows what you've become. And he already paid the price for you. Now how do you make sure and you can be sure that you will not go to hell? Turn with me to Romans 10. Verse 9, this is the word again. The word of God is forever. The word of God cannot be broken. And the father puts his word above his name. This word is more important to God than God's name. He looks at this word and he receives it and he does what it says. Verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with my mouth, with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus, become Lord of me, and thou shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be born again. Thou shalt receive the authority to become a child of of God and God will deliver you from everything you've done and everything you've become if you will go to him like Dole and I said you go to Jesus and Jesus will no wise no wise no wise will he cast you out say that name call on that name with me Jesus Jesus Jesus! Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.